Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Katie's Crib, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Sometimes I look at Vera and I'm like, are you Vera? Like, Mm -hmm. like I feel, I'm like, can that happen? Absolutely happens. I I asked her to validate it and she showed me that you sensed and felt her so much. And now it's almost like, hmm, where is Grandma Vera? That's what I do. That's what I do. That's so... She's in the bassinet. (laughs) (laughs) She's literally in the crib right now taking a nap. and welcome back to Katie's Crib. Today, we are talking about death. We are talking about losing ones we love. We are talking about how the heck do we talk about that with our kids. At the time of this recording, we lost our Gigi Ma, Faye Aronson, who was 97 when she passed away. And uh, there's a lot of questions from my three-and-a-half-year-old about that. And now I can say at the time of recording this intro, we just uh, lost our dog, Roger, who is 11. And both instances uh, are my son's first experience with death. And he's got a lot of questions about it. And so who better to have on than the Long Island medium herself, Teresa Caputo. She is a medium. She is a psychic medium. You guys know her from her TLC reality TV series, The Long Island Medium, which I've been on. She's been a practicing medium for more than 10 years, and she's certified with the Forever Family Foundation. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She's published books like There's More to Life Than This, and You Can't Make This Stuff Up. She has helped countless people find closure to embrace life without their loved ones. And you can check out her most recent book, called Good Morning, Moving Through Everyday Losses with Wisdom from the Other Side, now wherever books are sold. She has her own, like, 
personal guidance to help us because she's a mom of two grown children, Victoria and Larry. And you guys, she's going to be a grandmother. She's like the hottest grandmother in the world. Her daughter, Victoria, is expecting her first child with her husband, Michael, sometime in February of 2022. Welcome to Katie's Crib, Teresa, and congrats. I'm so happy to see you again. You have touched me and my family's life the first time we met and you did a reading and we spoke to my grandmother, Edna, who had passed on and my grandpa, Charlie, who had passed on. You're so sweet. I love you so much. I can't believe it's been so the last time I saw you was when you were on Broadway. Yeah. You came and you saw us on Waitress. Yes. Before that was the reading. And oh, no, then we hung out in L.A. one time. We went to Chateau Marmont. We did. I've never been so fancy before, by the way. Well, you're very fancy. (laughs) Are you coming to me from a closet as well? I am. Holy shit, Teresa, your closet is stunning. I mean, guys, if you could see what I'm seeing, it's just like, it's so organized, but it's also, I mean, because you love clothes, you love shoes, Mm -hmm. you love the whole thing. So you've really, I mean, it's a huge part of your person. Like your identity is like, you love it. It's an expression of yourself. Well, your closet does not disappoint. (laughs) My mom always says, she says, I don't know where you came from. You were born with a label on your forehead. She's like, and nobody in my family is like that. I've always been like that. Right. Well, you just are who you are. I mean, I mean, we're going to talk about all of this, but like, I think babies. Oh, I'm so curious. Oh, I just thought of another good question to talk, to ask a medium. Let's first get to a little bit of the, okay, not medium stuff. Just like, did you always know you wanted to be a mom? Oh, yeah. You were always going to be a mom. Yeah. I From the time I was little, I was always like, I'm going to get married young. I'm going to have children at a young age. And what I realized, honestly, is I would not have been able to do what I do if I had children later in life. I wouldn't be able to travel and, and just dedicate who I am to my work. Right. You wouldn't write to leave them. Right. 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 You right. It would have been much harder for you. Like you're always on the road and you're always doing Mm -hmm. shows and all of these things. That makes sense. Okay, so you did it. You got married young, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you had your babies really young. I had my babies really young. I had my son at 23 and Victoria, I was 27. My son, Larry, he was so he was such an easy baby. Victoria, she's very different. Larry came in in the world very laid back. Like he didn't uh-huh. want to leave the womb. Uh-huh. I don't think he still wants to leave his mama, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> very laid back. Victoria, I mean, I didn't even make it into the operating room. She was born right in the labor bed, came in like a tornado. And that is Victoria. How she has stayed. How she is. How does it feel having two adult children? Because we don't get a lot. It's This is so great to have you on, but we don't get like, I feel like you're done. Do you feel like you're done or you feel like you're never done? I don't think we're ever done. Uh, Period. Amen. amen. Once you're a mother, once you're a mother, uh, yeah. I'm going to say a woman. <laughs> we're <Yeah>. never done. <laughs> yeah, we're never done. And you're always going to be a mom. I mean, my kids still come to me with things, right? When that phone rings, it's like, oh, God, why? <laughs> yeah, why right. are they you're calling like, oh, shit, me? Oh, I'm oh, like, shit. what's the matter? And my son will little, literally say to me, mom. I'm I'm just calling because I'm checking. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know if something was. Wrong. I do that. I'm 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 like that with my own mother now. It's like the rules are yeah. reversed. She used yeah. to do that to me, where she'd be like, mm-hmm. "I haven't heard from you in 24 hours. If you don't call me back, I'm calling the police. I'm going to think something's wrong." Blah 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 blah. Now, when I don't hear from her in 24 hours, I'm like, "Mom, mm-hmm. your daughter got married." Yeah. <laughs> so you might be like, 
uh, we're not going to say the word. You're not going to go by grandma, are you? Like, what would be I, the word for you? We we were just talking about that. I'm like, should I go by Glammy or Grammy? Yes, done. <laughs> Sign, seal, delivered. Glammy it is. It's perfect. <laughs> it's absolutely perfect for you because you're way too cool and hot and interesting. Like, grandma, I love grandma. Don't get me wrong for people who have I grandmas. I had two I grandmas. Love that. I honestly, it really doesn't matter to me. I, you know, I have to share this though. Um, my girlfriend, and she, she's also one of, she's my right-hand man. She says to me, she goes, well, my, I think I'm going to be called Alex's mom or Morgan's mom. I go, you cannot do that. That is your grandchild. Yeah, you can't. You, and also I got news for you. I think a lot of times the kid sort of decides. I, I was just going to say that. Yeah. My mom is Ama, and that was, now it's stuck, and that's what yeah. Albie picked, my son, and that's just what she is from now on. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, wait, wait, wait. You realized you had a gift to speak to souls and people who have passed on at what age? When did you first realize? I was four. Well, I didn't yeah. know. I, I just thought it was normal. But I can remember when I look back at the age of four, um, being in the house that we lived in and seeing a woman standing at the end of my bed and didn't find out for decades later that it was my great grandmother that had passed right before I was born and um, always sensing and feeling things that nobody else did. Wow. But that's the thing. We think everyone experiences what we do, right? Or everyone feels the same and it just isn't so, no matter what it is in life. So I just thought it was normal that everyone heard someone speak to them in a room and there was no one else in the room but themselves. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) And so did you, once you realized what your gift was, did that change for you at all? Being a mother, I feel like is makes people really get involved like cyclically with the life and death of it all. Mm -hmm. I mean, so the fact that you're so in touch with people who are no longer here, did that make you want to have kids even more or less? Well, I didn't know until after I had Victoria. So I suffered from anxiety. So so for me, a lot of my anxiety came from because I'm empathic and I was picking up other people's emotions. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was like 28 that I discovered uh, Victoria was already a year old. My son was five. And that I had the ability not only to connect with my own departed loved ones, but everyone else's. Then I struggled with it for five years. I could not imagine why in the world would I be blessed with this gift? And I really, really struggled with it. It wasn't until 9-11, after 9-11 happened, when I decided to do what I do for a living. Wow. Amazing. And my husband's uh, grandmother just passed Mm -hmm. away on Monday. Because look at what I just wrote, what I wrote before we sat down. I I wrote this on my pad, Grandma. Of course, because you're amazing. But is she a name? She she tells me she has a namesake. So yes, a namesake she, for me would be form of a name or a middle name. Oh, she's a pip. Like she is this little, uh, like this little ball of energy. And she's like, I don't want to disturb you and your conversation. But like, she doesn't stop. She's like dancing and singing. And I would never know. She's like, how old do I look? You think I'm like 60, right? She looks amazing. So she does, she yes, you're awesome. 100% correct. Of course, you're nailing it even through the Zoom. I learned through the pandemic that Zoom was the new phone reading for me. Oh, and yeah. how powerful and to even feel through doing it through Zoom to be wow. able to connect people with their loved ones that have died and people that passed in, during COVID. COVID, oh my God. So, okay, you're reading me right now. So Grandma Faye passed on Monday. No, shut up. My daughter 
is Vera Faye and Grandma Faye passed away. She was 97 and she was at her house in her bed. And, you know, I think about, my God, yes, if this had been seven months ago and let's say she was in the hospital for whatever reason, we wouldn't have been able to be there. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of people in Miami celebrating her life right now, gathering because thank God they're vaccinated and can. And, you know, so, Mm -hmm. so it's as much as it's so sad, it's also I'm relieved. I'm I'm, I'm just going to explain to you how she made me feel. It's Mm -hmm. almost like she's like, literally, she stood next to me and whispered in my ear. She goes, can you believe I died? I'm like, no. But (laughs) it's almost like she's like, I thought I really was going to live forever. We all did. I mean, she's 97 and she was never... she never was really sick, sick. No. Like I feel like she never skipped a beat. No. She, she just was always going, going, going. And then I was like, one day I had a cold and I didn't feel good. She goes, and the next thing I know, my husband's calling me from the other side and telling me to come home. Wow. Great. You're nailing it as per I, usual. I can hear all singing and there's just such a celebration on the other side. But more importantly, Aww. I hear singing here. So I don't know, but I can feel everyone gathered around my bed. So whether um, if everyone was there, like I can feel people hold my hand telling me that it's okay to go. But I hear singing and laughter. She says, and then they were crying. She says, that kind of made me mad because I don't want anyone to cry. <laughs> Not really mad, but that just showing her personality. Of course. Oh, yeah. She's tough. Grandma yes. Faye was a tough cookie. Like, don't you cry. Yeah, like very. But also, I think that you're nailing it as per usual. She was surrounded, not when she actually passed, but her daughter was there an hour before she passed away. Mm-hmm. But what's so amazing is that her room Adam was just FaceTiming me from her bedroom, which is where she passed. And there was just pictures of all of us around oh. her, like her brother. Her father, her two husbands that she outlived both of them. She had two beautiful loves of her life. Also, her all of her grandchildren, all of her great-grandchildren, her daughters. There were pictures of everybody around her. And Adam just took me through over FaceTime. He was just like, look at this. We were all with her, you know, like we were all the pictures mm-hmm. around her. Mm-hmm. She She was the matriarch, you know, she was the matriarch of a loving, big family where everybody, it was just... Right. A beautiful, beautiful thing. But that but that's what spirit does. They make me feel how they feel. So I love how she made me feel like everyone was there. And yeah. I can feel the feel the love. So how did you tell your kids? Because here's my question. My son is going to be like, my son keeps being like, why is daddy in Miami? And Adam keeps saying, oh, wait for me to come home. And we're going to tell we'll him tell that you. Gigi Ma died. Mm-hmm. And the school, his nursery school has been very clear to say, you use the word dead, not sick, because you don't mm-hmm. want him to associate right. like when I get a Death cold that sick. it's a right. thing. Mm-hmm. And then we're supposed to say she was very, 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 very old. Mm-hmm. Right. What did you do with your kids and what advice could you give parents listening? Well, first, I have to say my poor kids went to school. And, you know, when everyone's asking, what do your parents do for a living? Everyone's like, oh, my mom's a nurse. My dad's a police officer. There are my kids. My dad's an Italian importer and my mom speaks to dead people. So (laughs) I'm dead. I can't. I love it. Don't make things complicated. Yeah, right. Less is more. It's almost like she went to heaven. She's Mm going to she went to live in heaven. And when we go to heaven one day, we'll we'll see her again. And then maybe you can look for signs or symbols or and then explain to him that there might be things that remind you of her or you might think that you still see her at times because young children are very sensitive to spirit. 
That's the other thing I was going to ask you about. Is that true that you think you're going to see that with him? You're going (sighs) to see that with him. You might even see it with your daughter. If she starts looking over your shoulder, like you could be talking to her and then all of a sudden like, Adam, she's not even paying attention to me. She's looking in the corner Mm -hmm. because she might be looking at a soul at loved ones that have gone before us. Then the reason for that is because their minds aren't bogged down with burdens and busyness of a day responsibilities, nothing. It's so present moment that they're like open a window Mm -hmm. enough to like see. I think as children and even some adults, we're afraid of death. We're afraid to die, right? Because it's the unknown. We don't know what is. It's so scary. And I think what I do and how I work, it really validates that the souls are at peace. They're not afraid. They're not scared. They're not suffering. That from the moment the soul leaves the physical body, and what I love is how Adam's grandmother validated her personality. Mm-hmm. How would I know her personality? She made me feel that. And that's the, that's the amazing thing about what I do. And I think that I also refer to it um, as heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes refer to it at home. Mm. Our souls are here just having a physical experience. And when people are like, what is it like? And I'm like, imagine your physical body is like a piece of dry ice. And you know how you see the vapor like, and then it just kind of disappears and it's still there, but we can't see it. That's like what our soul is like. Wow, We're still there, but we can't see it. We can maybe feel it. We can maybe smell it, but we can't maybe necessarily touch it. But it doesn't mean that they're not with us. Oh, God, I so need to hear this so bad because, my God, I have such death anxiety and really? I don't want that for my children. Yeah. You know, I, I just feel like I'm so afraid of it. And I wonder, did you do you think because of what you do and because it's such a part of your life, do you think your kids have a good relationship with death? Absolutely. Really? I I don't want to die. Right. (laughs) But let's face it, we're all going to die, right? Mm -hmm. It's the circle of life. I don't mean to sound cliche, but it's true. I don't want to die, but I know when it is my time that I know I'm going to be at peace. I'm going to be safe. And I'm going to be greeted by other loved ones that have gone before me. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything else I'll find out when I get there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But, but I mean, that was, I mean, honestly, I think we all at some point, we have a fear of death because we don't know what it's like. But I've learned to, um, and listen, I, I do struggle with it still at times, but majority of the time I'm able to focus on faith, not fear. So I try to say, just focus on the positive and release anything negative or that doesn't serve you any purpose let go of. Mm -hmm. Just because we let go of like pain, sorrow or negative emotions doesn't mean that we don't care. It just means that we're letting go of things that that don't serve us a purpose or aren't good for us. Mm. I love that. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. 
And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I always think, and this is my like woo-woo, I don't know if it's true. When a baby or a soul comes into a person to be born, are they like passing a hallway of somebody leaving? Is that like, like I literally picture it. I'm like, are they coming and going? Is like that sort of the vibe? It can be. But from what spirit has shown me, there's like a soul circle. Okay. We do reenter. And, I, and I've done something called a past life regression. There's the one example that I always use to, to show people what I mean by a soul circle. It was this one life. I was a young man. There was a fire and I'm searching for someone and looking for someone. And when I finally found this young boy, the woman conducting it, First, she, she asked me who I found. I said, oh, I found my brother. And I was a man in a previous life. Sure. And she says, look in his eyes and, and who do you see? And I saw my nephew, my brother's son. So in a previous life, I was his older brother. I am so with you on this stuff. Truly. Yeah. Because I, I know, like they say, souls travel together. And yes. I just feel like like I've known my kids before in different relationships, different like it's super weird. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, why do I know that about her? Like, why do I know yeah. that? And then I'm like, why is this kid my test right now? I'm always like, were you like my dad? And we didn't get along. <laughs> my son, I'm like, I know exactly you get it, what it, I'm saying. It's the same thing when people have fears for no reason. Right. I've also done that where I've had fears of pouring rain. Like I could, I literally could, I, I would be paralyzed, could not go out in the pouring rain. And I did a past life regression years later and found out that I did. I had died on a boat in a very bad storm and, wow. I, and I had drowned. So wow. there is a, sometimes because I have a fear of snakes, they most likely in a previous life. Incident, some right, incident, incident with a snake. And, and sometimes people even have that feeling and they're like, I feel like something's going to happen. It doesn't mean something is going to happen. It can also mean that in a previous life, 
this is when something happened in your life or when you passed at that age in a previous life. Have you ever been given parenting advice in any of your readings? I think, you know, spirit will make acknowledgments like if, um, if something isn't working or like if there's something wrong, like say like allergies or, you know, uh, th- you know, things like that, if there are things that we can prevent or improve, that's when spirit will intervene and, and give advice. I really want people to know that there really is an afterlife and more importantly, that you still have this soul bond and connection with your departed loved ones. To know that all the little things that go on around you that remind you of them or that you just think of them, to know that they're little hellos from heaven and that you're not crazy. It's not your imagination. It is their soul with you. And if spirit brings up things that we're thinking about doing, wanting to do, it's to validate that they're with us at that exact moment, but more importantly, that they support our choices and decisions. Mm. I had never felt when I got pregnant with my daughter, I had never felt my great grandma's presence that much. And mm-hmm. it's like we conceived her. I hadn't even peed on a stick yet to know I was pregnant. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's Vera. She's my grandma. I didn't know if she was my grandma Vera or wow. like, but it, I've never thought of that as a name. And then I went mm-hmm. to Adam and I was like, I know it. I know her name. And I said, it's Vera. And Adam said, oh my God, that is her name. Everything wow. was on such an inspired path. And I and I just prayed to her so much because I struggled so much. My pregnancy was the entire, I got pregnant a week before shutdown. So at the beginning of the pregnancy, it was a lot of fear-based. I had every fear beyond everybody. I thought I was going to mm-hmm. die. I thought she was going to die. No one knew how COVID affected right. fetuses, how it affected mm-hmm. pregnancy. I was around a lot of people who got COVID at the beginning wow. because it was, um, you know, I was on a set with hundreds of people who were sick before shutdown. And um, and I was already one week pregnant, but didn't know yet. And as and I in my mind, like I was like, holy shit, I think I'm pregnant. And holy shit, I'm really afraid. I prayed a lot during this pregnancy for help and for ancestors and for any guides to mm-hmm. help me through my feelings. And Vera just kept popping up. And then I was like, I know that she's fair skinned and like mm-hmm. blue eyed. My husband and I are brown, like tan, olive, and dark eyes. My daughter is just like my Irish great-grandma Vera. Well, I I am (laughs) going to say that you felt her presence, and maybe you might not feel her as much. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Her soul probably re-entered into Vera. You think so? Yeah, because I just, because when I wrote grandma down the first time, I felt new. Like I didn't feel like... I had been gone for some time. Oh, so Grandma Faye passed on Monday, right? So right. that's like a new, like she's just left. Just she new. just left like, the building. Just left. Yeah. yeah. At the time of this recording, she's been gone for five days, less wow. than five days. Crazy. Yeah. So let, let me let me ask you this. Was there times throughout your pregnancy where you really felt your grand? I don't know if it was, or you would always just like picture her house dress or some uh, like a particular clothing that she would wear. And I feel like I would smell her. And now all of a sudden I feel her, but I don't feel her. If that makes sense to you. Yeah. She might be in there. Sometimes I look at Vera and I'm like, are you Vera? Like, Mm -hmm. like I feel I'm like, can that happen? Absolutely happens. I did a reading years ago. It was long before Long Island Medium. It was a, a mother and a daughter. And the daughter, I said to her, I feel like your sister's here, but she's not here. And she's telling me that you used to sense her all the time and you don't anymore. And then she's showing me your daughter and you see your sister and your daughter. And she said, 
I used to see my sister all the time. And the day my daughter was born, I stopped seeing my sister. That's like what I've had. That's really weird. I I asked her to validate it. And she showed me that you sensed and felt her so much. And now it's almost like, hmm, where is Grandma Vera? That's what I do. That's what I do. That's She's in the bassinet. (laughs) (laughs) She's literally in the crib right now taking a nap. Well, and I keep looking at her and I'm like, why Adam and I keep saying, why don't you look anything like us? Why do you look like this? Because my son is is my spitting Mm -hmm. image, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's adorable. Our Vera is like this little Irish granny, which is my... Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if she is like a little old lady. Like if you're like, oh my God, she's such an old soul. Well, we named her Vera. I'm like, it sounds like... Yes, she she might. She could be. Wait, were you you guys just talking about her getting her ears pierced or something? Or about not piercing them? Yeah, we were talking about not piercing them. Okay, perfect. I just asked spirit to validate that we're interpreting <laughs> everything correctly and they're like talk to her about the non-piercing of the ear first they showed me piercing and they're like no 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 no. <laughs> that is are you kidding we just had this conversation where people were like because i've had a son i didn't think about these things mm-hmm. and so i've been thinking like oh like people do pierce their little girl's ears like early and yeah. our next door neighbor is a doctor and in covid she was piercing baby's ears no. in the front lawn. Oh, my God. And so I was like, oh, we could always bring her over there. And we were been like, no, 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 we're not piercing her until she's like 10. Well, <laughs> this is an example of what I talked about before. Now, this doesn't mean you go up. Adam, I, I, I spoke to Teresa and she said that our, our ancestors said never pierce their ears or get the ears pierced. It's validating that their souls were present for that conversation. And more importantly, I think acknowledging your, that your daughter carries your grandmother's soul and you're a part of her soul with her. Yeah. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with dust-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This might be a little bit hard, but I'm you're Teresa Caputo, so you can do anything. What do you tell people who want to speak to you about children they've lost or pregnancies they've lost? Oh, it's so interesting because I was going to ask you about a miscarriage. Yeah, so, I had a miscarriage. Yeah, of course you know I, that. <laughs> I did too. Well, and that also went back to on how I started to write fear down in the beginning. Yep. Because there was this fear of you losing the child again and not knowing what to do. A soul is a soul. A bond is a bond. So when I see a blue blanket, it's my symbol for a child that did not get the opportunity to walk into the physical world. But the soul is still a soul and there still is a connection. So women who feel who, who have miscarriages, I mean, that is that's a soul. I mean, that is a Absolutely. soul that they've connected to that has now left. Even a termination. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've also learned through what I do how people don't or they change because of a decision that they that had to be made for whatever reason at that time. Miscarriage, termination doesn't matter. It was a soul that did not get the opportunity to walk here in the physical world is acknowledging that it has grown on the other side, still loving, guiding and protecting you from the other side. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's really hard. People have to make some hard decisions for a multitude of reasons. And Mm -hmm. it's so hard. Your body like still went through something. It's crazy. You know, and I think, um, you know, we we, we kind of touched on the pandemic. We're talking about a loss is a loss. While I was going through um, my separation with Larry, I kept feeling the need and spirit was pushing me to write another book. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was like, the timing isn't right. I was like going through through the divorce. And it was about two years before COVID, and I started writing this book called Good Morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-J. Such a good title. (laughs) Such a good title. And what this book is about is that we have losses every day and we don't grieve them. And that's why sometimes when we have big, big things happen in our life and then we hit that low of depression, anxiety, or whatever it may be, because we allow all of these things that we never grieved maybe a miscarriage, maybe it is a loved one. No matter what anyone went through, even this past year, they were able to connect and identify with things in this book. Because at the end of the day, a loss is a loss. Some people come to me because they, they, they lost a pet, but that pet, maybe they couldn't have children. Right. So their, their dog or their cat was like a huge their family child. member. Yeah. A huge family member. I mean, I remember years ago doing a group reading and saying, uh, I, was, I, was a, I was like in front of 5,000 people, woman in my front row. And I said to her, I said, did you lose your daughter? And she said, no, I, I never could have children. So I said, well, there's a daughter soul standing next to you. And she's telling me that 
you had to make choices and decisions to her death that you wear a bracelet in memory of her. And she was like, that's my cat. <laughs> she said, and I'm wearing, wearing the bracelet and had the cat's paw print on it, but her cat was like her daughter. Wow. And that's how I communicate with spirit is through feeling and through knowing. Sometimes I've wondered, I don't know this, like if you miscarry or terminate a pregnancy or whatever, does that soul come back if you have another kid or is it a different soul? It can. It can. It could be, it could be a different soul. Um, sometimes I'll even have, um, so th- th- they'll, they'll say, oh, I have now a sister um, and that's the rainbow baby. That means that that, and, and that soul stays on the other side. Interesting. So cool. Another crazy thing is what'll happen. Sometimes they'll show me um, two babies, but only one baby here. And then they'll show me a baby on the other side. A twin that passed or something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll say, my soul's purpose for that little bit of time was to give life to my sibling. Oh. Yeah. My mm-hmm. God, that is... Um, what about people who have lost children? Like, have you... Oh, I, I've seen you do oh, readings like that. That is the fucking worst <sighs> shit yeah. ever. I don't even know how you do what you do. I don't like to compare losses because who's to say, right? Yeah. What loss is harder than another, but... Parents are not supposed to bury their children. And, you know, all we want for our children is, is for them to be the best that they can be successful, right? Mm-hmm. And just proud of themselves and have confidence. And 100%. And then, you know, unfortunately, there are children that I've channeled at the age of 12 that took their own life because they were bullied. There are so many heartbreaking stories, but the peace that they're able to give their parents is such an honor and a privilege to do what I do. And it doesn't make it, doesn't make it easy for them because I know the only thing would be to give them their child back. But how amazing is it for them to validate that they're still with them just in a different way by communicating with that personality, giving, having me say things to their parents that make them laugh. We just did a, um, an episode on, on my podcast. That's how I started doing podcasting was through the pandemic that I realized I could read people over Zoom. Lucky for all of us. <laughs> Thank God. There was a woman that, that I had read, and unfortunately, she lost her. Her name is Danielle, and she lost her daughter. And we did it for, uh, it turned out to be, not knowing at the time that the episode was airing was for Mother's Day, and that her daughter passed of a brain tumor, a very rare form of, of brain oh, cancer. God. And it turned out that May was uh, brain cancer, p- pedi- and a pediatric you know, awareness month. And we were like, whoa, this is like crazy. Like, we didn't even realize it at the time. And the messages and the healing that was given that day is, was just incredible. Still hard, not easy, but I know that for Danielle and her family, it'll make it a little bit easier in embracing a day and knowing that their daughter is still with them. All these years I'm doing this, right? Spirit never ceases to amaze me on how they're able to give us that gift of healing and peace. It also restores people's faith. I'm also just going to say this because I'm going to, I've just remembered something. What? Things are not a coincidence because we were supposed to do this podcast like yes. a month ago. I so know. See, Grandma Faye was supposed yes. to be here. She's like, you bitches, wait. You're not doing this podcast till I. That is so <laughs> true. Right? Yep. That's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap up, I want to know. Do you have anything that left that you want to say? First, I'm going to say is that um, don't ever veer from your gut instinct or your intuition. 
You are responsible for your own happiness. People, things, experiences, they can make you happy. But you at the end of the day are responsible for your own happiness and you know your children better than anyone else. I can remember bringing my kids to the doctor and, and he would say, okay, well, Teresa, tell me this. And he'd be asking me these questions and I'd be like, "Um, hey, doc, like, you know, what are you asking me these for? And he said, Teresa, you know your child better than anyone else. I can just give you a name. It's so true. And, and, and I think we're so hard on ourselves. And, and we all do it at times. Like, am I good enough? Am I doing this right? Nobody talks about, you know, being a new mom, what it's like, you know, um, having postpartum. Mm-hmm. Or, or, and what about the next stage? Menopause. It's the same thing with grieving. And I used to use this example with grieving because people struggle with grieving. Am I doing it right? I should be doing this. I should be feeling this. And I would always say to them, listen, it's like having a baby. No one gives you a pamphlet. They give you a case of formula and they say, good luck. Good luck. Have a nice life. Yeah. And you listen to your parents, your grandparents, your friends. But at the end of the day, what do you do? You take what works for you. You listen. Some things you'll, you'll apply and some things you won't. I can remember I was breastfeeding and then um, it, it's different when, you know, and I, and I went through the whole guilt of stopping because I, I could only do it for a couple of weeks. And I was like, I can't do this. I have two children. Yes. I struggled with it because I felt guilty. Well, mom guilt is a real yeah. thing. We talk yeah. about that a lot, too. Guilt in general, you got to throw that out the window, right? The second you feel that guilt, you get that broom and you sweep that right out of your thoughts. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> and the doctor saying, put her on this formula, this formula. And I, I, she was on all these crazy formulas. And then I felt guilty, like, oh, my God, I shouldn't stop breastfeeding. And then one day I'm like, I'm going to use this Gerba powder. I was using these all organic diapers and my and my nanny was like she had really bad diaper rash my nanny was like I sometimes think that we should just use pampers and I was like yeah. oh okay I mean it's just funny but like it's really there's no right way mm-hmm. but I think trusting your gut is yeah. really the most important thing which god you really I mean being able to speak to souls you really got to trust your gut here's the other thing don't feel guilty if things don't work out the first time right. You try, try again, because he's going to take another dump in his diaper. And then you get, if you don't like the Pampers, you try something else. Exactly. You'll have the opportunity. And, 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 but you know what, what people have to realize we're all the same. You're in, it's okay not to be okay. Nothing has to be a big deal unless if we make it a big deal. Mm -hmm. I I try to look at things in life of things happen for me, not to me. I try to look at things as like problem solving, like, okay, this is horrible. This is, you know, but I, listen, I have my days too, where I like totally like freak out over like the littlest thing. And then I'm like, <laughs> all right, wait a minute. And then I'm like, okay, you had your little mini breakdown. You're right. you're okay. Right. Like, right. It, but it's okay. You have to have those moments. Don't be so hard on yourself. If you look back on things and anyone listening and you say, oh, I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I would make that decision again. Then look at that as a lesson learned, not a mistake. Because you learned something. You learned that you'd never do that again or, or you grew from that. Yeah, totally. And your kids are awesome. So you did a good job. They really are. Like, you know what I mean? I just pray and hope that like I can have kids at your kid's age and just look at them and be like, you know, that I that I helped support and guide them, but they are who they are and they're 
just living a life that makes them happy where they mm-hmm. are themselves and confident and, mm-hmm. you know, just all of that stuff. Yeah. I hope yeah. I see and look at you. You did it. I know you say you're not done, but from my perspective, I'm like, holy crap, you have like adult children who are making <laughs> adult too. decisions. They are. The other thing, Katie, is this is one of the things that I, I took from COVID on the, on the lockdown of try to find the silver lining. Look at this connection. So maybe people that don't live with their families or near their families. So once a month, they just get on a Zoom call, even if it's for 15 minutes. 100. Know? I mean, COVID yeah. is as fucked up as this whole mm-hmm. year has been. Like, yeah, my husband who used to speak to his parents probably once every two weeks. He, mm-hmm. he FaceTimes his parents every day. Now his mm-hmm. kids, his parents yes. see my kids every day on see? FaceTime. It's, it's un- so important. Believable. He's never spoken to his parents this much. Is his, gra- wait, his grandmother and grandfather roll their eyes and like, yeah, when he calls his parents are like, it's Adam again. I'm gone. I mean- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They talk a lot. They talk a lot. And it's really like been such a great thing because Again, I think that it it made him really close to his parents to go through the loss mm-hmm. of his grandmother. You know yeah. what I mean? It he right. feels so the family feels very bonded even though they've been apart physically. I'm I'm going to say this and I don't mean to interrupt you and I think interrupt you said me as add much as anything possible, because yes. I think we we brought up covid a couple of times. Yes. So, I'm going to say this for anyone listening. Realize also that when a soul leaves a physical body, they leave behind every and any disability and or ailment. They do not take it with them. So for maybe the folks out there that might have to have laid their loved ones to rest differently because of COVID or not the way that they would have if it wasn't for the lockdown, know that, and I don't mean to sound cold or rude by this, they don't care what we do with their physical body. That's for us. They're not a part of that. So if somebody is out there struggling with that, don't let that go and replace it with something positive, knowing and remembering them to really validate that, that the souls are at peace. That makes me really happy to hear that she's over there. Um, and I want to you to say, uh, answer one thing. Parenthood is hard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is not easy. It is, it not, is not easy. easy. But it's also the most rewarding. It is. And if your children are out there saying that they're they're seeing someone in their room or a presence, show them a picture of someone that has died. I guarantee you they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's the man that's in my room. I I know that that's what's happening because mm-hmm. my yeah. husband, my son was just on FaceTime with Adam and Adam was in the hotel room in Miami, a room he's never seen. And Adam mm-hmm. and my son was like, Gigi Ma's there. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it isn't until this moment where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, do you think he really yep. saw her? I had just Absolutely. sort of let it go that, oh, he knows Adam's in Miami, but he was in a room he'd never seen. But that's also a way of of embracing. You talked, you asked me earlier about death, like what a way of saying, yes, even though she's in heaven, she's still with you just mm-hmm. in a different way. Her soul is still with you. Yeah. And know that if you see things that remind you of her, know that that's just her way of saying hello from heaven. So I, I just heard uh, uh, you connect with hummingbirds. Well, look for the hummingbirds. Yeah, we always look for hummingbirds. <gasps> They're always at my front of my house. See, I don't have them. I, I live on the East Coast. We don't have hummingbirds. Yeah, I have <laughs> hummingbirds like nobody's business. Okay, so that's Faye. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to tell Adam like the this is so helpful. 
perfect way to end, Teresa Caputo. You are the best. Um, yeah. And I see you licking your lips, which is, <laughs> it means souls are here. They are among <laughs> us. They are with us. And if you watch the Long Island Medium, which I've seen quite many episodes, is one of the favorite best television shows of all time. Teresa licks her lips when souls are present, right? I didn't even know I was licking my lips. Oh, yeah. See, she does this like whole <laughs> lip thing. Thank you for coming on Katie's Crib. Thank you. Love you. Love you so Bye. much. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Katie's Crib. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I want to hear from you. What else should we be talking about? What guests should we have on? You can always hit me up at Katie's Crib at Shondaland.com. Thanks, guys. Katie's Crib is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.